Hello and welcome back. Before we start this episode of God Hates Jags, I just want to apologize to a certain somebody, Trevor Lawrence. I'm truly sorry. At the beginning, when we started this pod months ago, I might have said some stuff that I regret. 10 days from now, you're going to be my favorite human on planet Earth. So having said that, welcome into God Hates Jags. Hey guys, Patrick and Shimmer on the Zoom with me. How are you guys doing tonight? Pretty good. Uh, I'm trying to do the math of like 10 days. What is that that sounds the about right. The season will yeah. be over. Yeah. It's like 11 days. I am looking forward to, uh, I think it's what, January 3rd, 2021 at roughly 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If everything goes well, Trevor Lawrence will be the next quarterback of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Well, uh, yeah, I said a lot of hasty things, but I, I take them all <laughs> back now. I'm not you sure did your say apology some very... is good enough, <laughs> you know, Sean. I think as the uh, foremost supporter of Trevor Lawrence <laughs> this entire time, my day has arrived. And what I need from you is to say uh, one nice thing about Trevor um, and one bad thing about Justin Fields. <laughs> uh, Trevor Lawrence, if we draft him, will be the uh the best long-haired blonde quarterback we've ever drafted wow positive thing uh and one negative thing about justin fields uh i've always thought he kind of looks like a ninja turtle so i think i don't know i think that's i would say that's a positive but (laughs) what yeah (laughs) that means he's a hero in a half shell true i don't want my quarterbacks in a half shell though that feels like it's gonna fuck up your 40 time (laughs) <laughs> I just, yeah. maybe a aren't soft worried, shell though? aren't you worried we're gonna fuck it up oh i'm so worried yeah like literally <laughs> very much a week ago we got on together and there was no point you know like we haven't talked about trevor since you know the very first couple episodes when we were just kind of talking like starting the podcast because there was never a realistic time to get him uh but the jags did what they normally do on sunday we pulled out a victory because we lost by like 30 points to the Ravens. Uh, maybe we'll talk about that for at least a moment. But then after that <laughs> game, the Jets played the Rams. And I just got to say, guys, real quick, give it up for the Jets. So we were – oh, the end of the YouTube oh. video had a, <laughs> a plane flyover. Uh, but at the end of the Jets game, which I did, wasn't on TV, I was just like refreshing on my phone. And I, I remember I was literally getting groceries. Uh, and I was like refreshing the score a bunch. And like the <laughs> checkout guy was like, what are you doing? I was like, oh, checking the score. And he was like, oh, for what? And I was like, for the Jets to beat the Rams, which I feel like he wasn't expecting for me to say. But they did it, guys. Frank Gore, one-yard touchdown, sealed the victory. Uh, but honestly, go out like that, you know, uh, on a winless that, team. Yeah, I mean, in my Frank Gore doesn't go in. back. That solidifies Frank Gore as a first ballot Hall of Famer, at, at least in my eyes. He's already in the pride of the Jaguars. He's yes. Frank Gore. But even uh, more than Frank Gore, we have to give a shout out to my boy Braden Mann, punter for the Jets, who saved a like what looked to be a go-ahead touchdown off of a punt. Uh, like, you know, the Rams guy shook every guy. It was down to Braden Mann, the punter, and he wow. made the tackle. Did you guys watch the highlight of that? No, I, I didn't. No 
I, I highly recommend it. I think it came before the Gore touchdown. I'm not sure which one was like the final, like, you know, nail in the casket, but it was just a beautiful open field tackle tackle by Braden Mann. So Braden him and Frank Gore, as long as the Jags don't fucking jag it up, uh, they sealed us the number one pick in the draft. First time it's ever happened. Uh, I was kind of looking up. We've, we did the second overall pick three times. I don't know. Shimmer, were you talking about that in the last pod? Uh, that yeah. sounds right, but I'm – Yeah, it was totally Luke Jokel, Kevin Hardy, and then the man Tony Bazzelli. So we've had the second overall pick three times. We've never had the first overall pick. three a bad on that, though. <laughs> yeah, we hit yeah. twice. Uh, Kevin Hardy parties. That was a good yeah, pick. I was curious. Patrick, you brought some I, – I think uh, Frank Gore's an interesting uh, – case for the hall of fame because like at no point was he really a superstar but his stats are unbelievable and he's like he, he is 40 still playing meaningful minutes in the nfl and that's crazy i mean i think he's he's got to be in the hall of fame i mean i i, I don't know you know i was kidding when i said first ballot hall of famer but i think he's fourth on all-time rushing and um I mean, what, what he's like 17 years he's been playing running back. Yeah. But he really, like in my eyes, if Edron James is a Hall of Famer, Frank Gore is a Hall of Famer. I saw a thing this past week when they beat the Rams. Uh, I believe I saw a stat. He is now, he has played in more games than any other running back in the history of the NFL. So the man's wow. got longevity on his side. And his son is a freshman in college, I think. So he's two years away from getting to play with his son in the same league. So I feel like even if he's a backup backup, like he will play. I feel like that's like his personal goal now, you know, like just to say he got to play with his son. I think he's done after this year. Frank going through a fucking. If he is, I thank him. Well, for his going through what hopefully is a three and thirteen campaign, or at least a two and fourteen campaign for the Jets, you know. That would kind of take away my will to want to play football if I if this is my seventeenth <laughs> year playing. I'd be like, I'm fucking done with this shit, dude. Adam Gase. Uh, <laughs> yeah. There are there's two. I just looked it up. There's two active players in the top five in NFL rushing yards in their careers. Uh, Frank Gore's obviously one of them. He's third. Who who is the other one? It's got to be Adrian Peterson. That's it. Adrian Peterson yeah. is oh, fifth. Okay. Is there another uh, one? Is that, is that the only thing I was supposed to guess? I kind of paid attention. Oh, okay. Uh, cool. Hey, I got it. Fred Taylor is number 17 on that list, has 11,438 yards. Frank Gore, 15,952. He's only 800 behind uh, Walter Payton, but he's mm. still about two and a half. <laughs> thousand from Emmett. So, yeah, I um, don't, he's not catching Walter Payton. I don't. 800 yards would take him another, at his rate, at his age, would take like 10 years. The way they use running backs now, I don't think anyone's ever going to touch. I mean, no one's going to touch Emmett, but I don't think anyone's going to touch Walter Payton either, unless fucking Derrick Henry keeps doing his thing. Derrick Henry's so good. Literally every week (laughs) uh, on the top of like the hottest things on the NFL subreddit, like every single week, there's like the same, it looks like a copy and pasted headline because it just is like, Derrick Henry stiff arms somebody, you know, to another universe. Like he does it literally every week. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I think he played the Lions and he did it to somebody. So, oh, he's the man. He they is, got a. Uh, he's too good. 
it's not it doesn't have any effect on on our draft position or our schedule or anything like that but uh they play oh no they play the packers this week the colts play someone else and then the colts come back to jacksonville week 17 wrapping up which hopefully this is what i'm hoping for ideally uh the jets beat cleveland this weekend we lose to chicago and then no matter what we're still guaranteed the number one pick and then we can still beat the colts again in week 17 which which i think would be great that that means that as bad as our season was <laughs> we bookend it yeah, not only do we get the number one pick, like you said, we bookend it with another victory over the Colts, uh, kind of stomping on Phillip Rivers, which I could I could take or leave Phillip Rivers. Yeah, but I so ideally, it's I'm still rooting for the Jets. I I we I think we all still have to root for the Jets. Oh yeah, like, no matter doubt. what, because if they beat Cleveland, that gives us a whole nother reason to just be Jets fans for life. Cause then no matter what, we're guaranteed number one. Yeah. If the Jets win and we lose this week and we're guaranteed the number one, no matter what, I'm totally on board for uh, beating the Colts again. But even if we lose, I saw there's a statistic, like I think in the league, we have the best uh, like winning percentage against the teams we've played. Cause we've only beaten one team, the Colts and they have like a winning record. They're like 10 and four or something. So, like, we have the – I don't know how to word it. We have, like, the strongest schedule of teams we've beaten because we've only beaten one winning team. Like, usually teams, you know, like the Packers, they're, like, 11-2 and two or whatever, but they've only beaten one team with a winning record. So, like, their percentage of beating teams is really low because they've beaten a lot of shitty teams. Does that make sense? I'm trying, I don't know how to explain it. I, it seems like a lot of sense. math. It's a very cherry-picked stat. Point. But because we only beat one it's, team with a winning record, our like statistic, our strength of win, high. yeah, our strength of win far is superior because yeah. our only win is, happens to be against a good team. Yeah, it's strength still, of win—that's a good way to explain it. Thank you, sure. It's still better to have beat only one team with a winning record than to have beat only one team. Oh yeah, I'm down for it. as long as like I don't think the Jets are going to beat the Browns. But if that all comes to fruition, I don't know, man. It's going to be a very stressful ten days. So I don't yeah. think the Jets will beat the Browns. Let Let's talk about this because here's what scares me. I I don't think the Jets are going to beat the Browns. I didn't think the Jets were going to beat the Rams. Absolutely nobody thought the Jets were going to beat the Rams. I don't think the Jaguars are going to beat the Bears. And I would have said this last week before we played the Ravens. It's like, we're not going to win another game this season. But why are, like, I'm sure you guys are probably in the same boat. Like, yes, we need to lose the game. So we, everyone listening, Jaguars fans listening, Jonas, we want the Jaguars to lose. We are hoping they lose because of what will come out of it. But I'm thinking to myself, like, over the last couple of days, like, could we beat the Bears? And then I'm saying, like, I yeah. really think we could. But I'm also like, I really don't think we can. Like, I, I, if we, as bad I really as we've been think this they season, can, and they, and I think they're gonna fuck it up. And I think how can we beat the Bears? I think we've we lose been here before. I do think we get out to an early lead, and everyone's gonna be like, oh fuck, 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 and we're gonna be sweating. 
But as long as they run David Montgomery, throw it to Allen Robinson, and as long as like Khalil Mack exists, I don't think we're going to beat them, unfortunately, or for, for, fortunately, I should say. Because I am in, I, I think Doug Marone, he's like, he's down for the tank. He knows he's going to get fired. As long as he like, you know, says the right things to the media, which he does, I think he's like, I, I'm going to try to help the fans out here. He, why uh, would he want why would he be down for the tank if he knows he's going to get fired? What's your logic? Because I truly think he enjoys the people of Jacksonville. Like he knows how much we've suffered. And Trevor Lawrence is just, you know, he's the once in a decade prospect. He wants us to get that. He was talking today to the media and he was talking about as a kid when he was like a Lions fan, I think it was like the 1980 draft and all they had to do was like lose one more time and they would get the number one pick. And he's like, I definitely, you know, wanted to lose that. Like I totally get it from the fans perspective. I don't like think he's going to go out of his way, but like, he doesn't I give also, a fuck about what I we think, think he's on board. No, Doug, Doug's cool. If I knew I was going to get fired, Sean, you work where you work. If I was as bad as my job as he was, I would understand the getting fired part. I wouldn't be have a, a vendetta. I would understand it too, but if they told me like, "Hey, um, after Christmas we're gonna fire you, but we're gonna keep you on the whole time," my last day I would fuck up everything. I'd be Good, like, yes, fuck, fuck it up. No, he's gonna fuck it up, <laughs> and he's gonna make sure that we win the game because he's he he's not gonna be here next year. He doesn't give a fuck what draft pick we have. He doesn't give a fuck what the fans think. I think he does. My other, I think Monday or Tuesday, he had a quote like, uh, you know, basically people kind of implying like, oh, would you play, you know, sit more people that might be able to play to like test out younger people, kind of like, you know, tanking. But uh, he was like, we've already played everybody. Like he can't even do that, which kind of is fair. Like Greg Mabin is our starting cornerback. Who the fuck is Greg Mabin? Like he's already kind of like, I couldn't make us worse if I tried, basically is what he said, because I already have the horse people playing. Like, maybe think, he is, maybe he isn't. Like, <laughs> like there's <laughs> a current – they announced and that Glennon and Minshew – he has a, a open quarterback competition this week between Glennon and Minshew. No team does that week 16. Like, the man's uh, trying to, like, make us lose. I'm down for no. it. He's if part anything, of the crew. The people above him who are like, you're only the coach for two more games are making him lose. He's, he's probably like, I'm going to get fired no matter what. I can stick it to these fucking people by winning a game. Exactly. I'm going to win a game. I don't, I don't think he has that in his heart. Play. Still Doug, here, I completely overestimated Doug Marone. He doesn't give a shit about what you think. No. Yeah, like, if he wants to work. Literally to try to win games. That is, yeah. that is what he's supposed to do. And he will always try to do that. I don't think uh, – but the good thing is the Bears on paper are a much better team. Outside, It's just – the Jaguars have a tendency to just, you know, man, <laughs> break my heart every year. So I am waiting I really to hear they're going to fuck boo. it up this week, and no, I don't think where? it'll be. Mm-mm. I mean, it'd be way more poetic to really screw it up against the Colts, but <laughs> I'm going to burn some incense. Get that I'm bad gonna... juju out of here, Shimmer. Get some sage it burning. Reverse, it's, it, it could be a reverse jinx. Oh God, I don't know how many well, levels of like. Reverse jinxes we need to lose. I say... I've like, never wanted this, to lose this bad. I know. That, that's what's tough. Like, this, <laughs> like, this is a really tough position because, like, I still... Like, I genuinely, like, 
I want to see us win as like a yay, but like obviously, no. like we like for the future, like it would be the most beneficial for us to lose. So I'm putting my hopes on the Jets. Like just the Jets need to continue this winning streak that they have, like extend it to two games, and then we don't have to worry about any of this shit. Tony Bazzelli and Frank Frangi, some of the most like, you know, old school, like you play to win the game kind of guys, even they're in on the tank. Like if fucking Frank Frangi and yeah, Bazzelli but are like playing the game, they're in the media. Yeah, but they're that, the that's old, their like, job. I know, but I, it's the media's job always to be like, you play to win the game. Like you like yeah, have to say that. Like yeah. when, they're officially anyone, on board. They know how important this is. A Jaguar commentator has embraced losing every game to ensure you get them now there's literally no reason to win there's not a single reason that benefits your team at all they're still going to get paid the same <laughs> i hope fact, the players know when they get harder increases your chance of injury so really if they just coast i mean <laughs> like, i i'm in our you know unfortunately you guys weren't able to make it to the uh, the championship round of our fantasy football league okay uh, <laughs> I was able to make it, fortunately, and I have so James humble. Robinson. I, <laughs> the point is, I just James Robinson's on my team. I oh, will. Yeah, gl- you haven't mentioned. I will gladly let them sit James Robinson. I will. I do not. Want, I will lose this to our friend in order for him for to rookie, sit. The rookie rushing record. No, he play. needs to sit. I will lose those points. But here's the deal, Sean. I'm cool with that. Whether you sit James Robinson so the Jaguars win or not, this is what I'm saying. What you care about doesn't matter, like, to what the Jaguars want. The players, the players and the coaches on the Jaguars. What Tony Baselli and Frank Frangi say, what we all say, and as much as Trevor Lawrence is going to dread coming to Jacksonville, none of that matters. I the 53 that. people playing on the team and the entire coaching staff are – playing to win the game no matter what anyone says i see dj chark forgetting to like that's what tie i was shoelaces <laughs> he's like i'm on this team for you know another year yeah. like do i want passes from you know this other dude or i want trevor lawrence if you're a young player with the future on the team party is like yeah i don't want to win <laughs> like cam we robinson of winning a lot more games if we just lose two more but like if you're a veteran you know, and then when you get in the heat of the battle, too, that may change. But I bet some of those young guys want to lose. This could yeah. be more beneficial for Gardner Minshew, too. If Minshew says, like... We have two long-haired it, quarterbacks. But he could be like, <laughs> I could be a career backup, and my body will be healthy by the time I retire, and I'll still get a fat paycheck every single year. I just have to hand over to range. So, yeah, my fellow, my fellow long-haired... Easter Island looking five head quarterback. He does look like one of those Easter Island. He he really does. <laughs> That's a great description. Uh, no way Minshew feels that way. Like uh, you and I, like I know I would, would love to be the backup quarterback who literally never plays. Now I would be cool if my stats were zero and zero because those <laughs> dudes make at least a mil a year. That's a perfect record. Practice. You don't get hurt. You're still a professional athlete making millions of dollars. Sounds great. <laughs> That's a dream gig, I think. Who's that guy? Like Chase, I feel like, Chase Daniel? 
Minshew yeah, would like three times. Yeah. Been in the league 10 years. Minshew would still be a legend in Jacksonville, even if he was a backup for, for the next 12 years. He would still be a legend. Like, uh, who is more loved, Minshew or Bortles? Bortles. Minshew. Bortles guys too. <laughs> he, he went to an AFC championship game. I got to go Bortles too. Bortles yeah. around longer. He was around longer. And everyone he, hated him, so it made me dig my heels in deeper. You know? Yeah. If Minshew so. wins one of the next two games, he will be the most hated person in Jacksonville. Yeah, that'll tarnish his legacy. For yeah. Sure. <laughs> if he costs us Trevor. I don't play him. I put in Luton, let him throw 17 picks. Marone's saying it's going to be Minshew or Glennon. It's a competition. And it feels oh, like yeah. if they're doing a competition and Minshew was the starter most recently, then it makes me feel like they're going to go back to Glennon because otherwise what's the point of a competition? But uh, we will see. I definitely – like either way, so on Is Monday Night Football – there? What? Is it in Chicago? No, it's here. It's our last home game. So, oh, wow. Yeah, anytime the Jags do something good, they're going to get booed hard. And, like, I hope the players know, like, we're not booing <laughs> the players. We're booing the chance to have a franchise quarterback that only comes around once a decade, you know? like That could motivate them. I don't know if I like that. Yeah, it's, uh, it's going like, to be – You know what would be the best move? It's just, like, no response. Just sit there and – Just dead <laughs> silent. Just crickets. <laughs> no matter what they do. Uh, uh, <laughs> no matter just what boo, yeah, boo or just be completely silent. That I'm down for the dead silence. Dead silence sounds kind of fun. Yeah, I mean, here's here's Awareness. the here's the, the positive news is it. I mean, in, in real life and evident through Minshew starting the last game against the Ravens is that despite what Doug Marone has been saying for who he's playing at quarterback, none of our quarterbacks really give us the best chance to win, and. James Robinson is clearly our most valuable player on the team. He's banged up coming out of the last game. Um, he also, I think, had, like, his lowest yards in, like, nine or ten games coming off the Ravens. The Ravens are a good defense, but the Bears also have a good defense. Um, and you were talking about Khalil Mack. Their pass rush is their strong suit. Our offensive line is, to me, dropping off in this last half of the season. So – just let the Bears play to their strengths, which is their defense. And our offense is our strength. But I think the Bears' defense outweighs our offense. So as much as I do think, like, there is a chance we could win, like, we also – if the Jets – if we were going into this game still trying to get the number one pick, I'd be like, well, at least we're going to lose to Chicago. That gives us one more loss. I, I think I just I don't know the Jazz need to lose, which means they won't. That's, that's God. God doesn't love Jack. I just <laughs> it's the most stressful ten days. Like it's crazy. Yeah, like it is. this is the most excited I've been since you know the the AFC Championship game. It takes wanting to lose these two games to get you know so many people like online when I read like their whole thing is like. I read so many stupid comments of people saying like, well, is he going to play defense? Is he going to make the tackles? Or like one player doesn't change the blah, blah, blah. It's like, you know, like, or he still could end up being a bust. Like he doesn't mean he's going to be good in the pros. Like, but that's not the point. The point is like once a decade or so, a beyond better, you know, prospect than anyone else comes out at the most important position. And we have a chance to get him. We've never had oh, yeah. that. There's been yeah. two 
franchise-changing quarterbacks since we've been a franchise, and they both went to the Colts. Fucking Manning and Luck. Like, this is a finally our chance to have that. So Here's another, like, you know, point you can make with that. Like, Trevor Lawrence, um, could he be uh, – could he be a generational talent? Yes, of course. Um, could he – not live up to that hype but still be like okay yeah he could be but here's what's going to happen when if 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 the jags end up with the number one pick we automatically have the most enticing job for a potential head coach Uh, what's the reason tell me so so before lawrence even gets here we're gonna have the head coach like pretty much our pick of head coaches who want to coach trevor lawrence we're gonna have potentially our pick of GMs coming in because oh. they're going to want to run the team that's going to take Trevor Lawrence. Um, let's say after, after the Jaguars do get the number one pick and take Trevor Lawrence, you've got constant influx of media coming to town, which right now with COVID, I don't know about that, but like constantly – Every day, reporters from every side of the country are going to be coming to Jacksonville. I mean, you know, in the, in the broad aspect, this is money coming to the town. All the endorsement deals that Trevor Lawrence is going to get, those big businesses, fucking Nike, Under Armour, Gatorade, all that money is coming to a player on the Jacksonville Jaguars. That means billboards. That means sponsorship money. All that's coming to Jacksonville if he is this generational quarterback, and this is without him even going on to the field. Those are the benefits of him not even touching the field. If he is that generational quarterback and we, let's say he doesn't even win us a Super Bowl in the first eight years. If we're a, like a perennial playoff contender, uh, season tickets are going to be through the roof. That's more revenue for the Jaguars. Uh, the Lot J project for anyone that's familiar with that is going to go through because of that. Uh, that means potentially in another 10 years, 12 years, they're going to start building a new stadium here, which is going to solidify the Jaguars in Jacksonville forever. So I'm that's, dancing over here. That's what it means. That's what it all means. So like I can see that side of it, but I also am a realist that I'm like the players and the coaches on our team right now don't give a shit about that, but we all do. He's basically Tim Tebow but phenomenally good at football with a bigger on, nose, with a bigger nose, but that's like, like that. what he was supposed to be for Jacksonville. He is not Tim will, I'm saying, but that's all the stuff he would bring to <laughs> Jacksonville. Like how much people were going to worship him. Like we would worship like Trevor Lawrence. I feel like his floor, like the worst he will be is like, you know, there was a handful of games where like Minshew or Bortles is like, you know, they were on fire. Unfortunately it was only like one out of every like 20 games. Like I feel like Lawrence is, absolute floor would be like their highest ceiling you know so like sure. anything after that is like oh my god we're gonna get this much better quarterback play sure. i'm very excited i will say guys uh let's make a pack we have uh, one episode left to record after this one before you know when the season's done one last game uh if if the tank does continue and you know we lose and either the jets win or lose or whatever if, if as long as we don't get the number one pick I don't want to jinx this. Like next episode, I feel like we shouldn't talk about Trevor at all. We should just like leave it be. <laughs> okay. Just, you I'm know, cool. I don't want to address the elephant in the room anymore. 
You guys want to make uh, that fact? No, wait, Trevor so that means talks. I can't talk about Trevor the whole next episode. Yeah. All right. Well, then I think it's time I give you some of his college stats. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get it. Get it in now. Just the case. Just, I mean, we don't have to. This is just, uh, just so you're not excited enough, because he brings way more than that. He brings a skill level that no quarterback we've ever had. Uh, Tell me, since the Jets won, I haven't like watched like a single highlight or anything of him. I'm just like, oh, dude, I just watched like out. a, I watched like a 16 minute highlight reel see we're very different i'm very like i don't want to like jinx it okay sean what uh, do you got he's for been me a starter since he was a true freshman the only time he ever missed the game was when he was not allowed due to covid his career record is 32 and one. Oh, he's already won a championship he's likely could win another one this year uh he has thrown for 88 touchdown passes in three seasons, and not even a full three seasons, uh, uh, with only 16 picks. And he also ran for 17 touchdowns. He's got nearly 10,000 yards passing <laughs> in three seasons. This dude is the best quarterback prospect since Andrew Luck, and Andrew Luck was a great quarterback. So – I am beyond excited. I don't think I'm going to be able to not talk about him next episode, but I'll try. <laughs> All right. Wasn't, wasn't his only loss in the second championship game he played in? Yeah. Against yeah. Alabama? That's just, you know. Oh, they're going to play again. Oh, yeah. They It'll be the final, and they're setting it up, right? God. Who like would ever say a bad word about Trevor Lawrence? Really? Nick uh, I know. They must be a complete moron <laughs> if they did. I mean, like <laughs> – Honestly, who would ever think Minshew would take would take him over Lawrence? I, it's yeah, I just think it's so funny how like you're like Fields. <laughs> who is that? Who's Dude, that? Guy? I know, never wanted him. If, I never I mean, wanted him to be. If we Fields. so the Bengals beat the Steelers, so we're guaranteed a top two pick now. So at the very least, we're getting Fields. But having the number one pick right now, like oh, you know, a week ago, I was like super happy, like hell yeah, Fields, let's roll. But now it feels like such a letdown. To like settle for him now, having well, tasted sweet almost victory, the mountaintop. Yeah, we're like me, so close. Here's a scenario that I was thinking of <clears throat> because of the the long term future of the Jaguars, and also I was thinking like, what if Trevor Lawrence doesn't live up to the hype of being the number one pick? So here's here are scenarios. Let me oh, know yeah. if you think I'm crazy. Bro. Let me know if you think I'm crazy. Hear me out. 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 I haven't looked at the potential free agent quarterbacks, but um, let's say that out of these three, Matthew Stafford, Matt Ryan, Carson Wentz, hear me out. Let's say one of them are released by their respective teams signed by the Jaguars. So we have a veteran quarterback on our roster, whether it be Stafford, Matt Ryan, or Carson Wentz. We have the number one pick. The Jets offer us their, their Rick, Ricky Williams type trade, their entire draft for the number one pick. We trade back one spot, take Justin Fields, have a veteran quarterback on our roster, and then also get like a bounty of draft picks. And with that bounty of draft picks, we also take Kyle Trask. Shimmer, do you want to say hell no, or should I say hell no first? Everyone in this room is now dumber. For... 
for having listened to that. You just I'm went saying. over all, all the reasons why. Like, I don't think Kyle Trask isn't need, getting like, Lot J built here. I want every pick Trevor that your Lawrence going to have for the next five years. I think is my starting offer. I want every single one. You can have Trevor. I get every other one of your picks for the next for five what? years. Five years? Maybe five I would years. do five. Five or six years. I might take three. I would. Patrick, yeah, that's a 21 big, picks. big no from me. But okay. something I was okay. thinking of just related to that, I was thinking of, because, you know, I got my Trevor in my brain, who's our backup going to be? I don't think it's, it's going to be Michigan. Michigan. No, I think that's going to make for an awkward quarterback room. I think they'll no. trade him. He's we're bringing it all year. We're bringing in the ultimate QB two, the Florida man himself. Play. He's a free agent I this year. This we're bringing in Ryan Fitzpatrick, guys. I love that idea. He's completing the Florida tour. Kicked yeah. it off in Tampa. Went down to Miami. I thought you were going to say Blake Bortles. I bet you could get a fifth round pick for Minshew. What? Why? Wait till, wait why, till somebody why gets would hurt we and get need a Ryan Fitz, You would take. Do what? You would take Ryan Fitzpatrick over Minshew as a backup quarterback, right? I now? would rather Minshew to be my backup, but I think whatever coach we get in is going to like, you kind of want to, if you've had a quarterback start a handful of games and now he's going back to being a backup, like, I don't know. I think if they get any kind of like fourth, fifth that happens round offer, all the time. it's just my opinion. I think they would rather clear the room, make it nice and fresh, get all of the old stinky stuff out of there. <laughs> <laughs> redesign is, it redesign it for how trevor wants it get all of the jorts out of it yeah yeah what is this old stinky stuff just no, I, the losing what, all of the losing no uh the reason i think they would get rid of him is because he's an asset but you you sign someone like fitzpatrick because he's been in the league for 15 years and he's yeah. in the quarterback room and, and a veteran fucking harvard and he can start for you in a pinch right he's a perfect so, backup Min i'm just two, telling you Sure. There could be drama and, you know, also he's only been in the league two years and can't really share too much knowledge, you know, with one year was a COVID off season. So, you know, wasn't even like a regular off season to prepare kind of thing. So, yeah, okay, that's well, my, I'm going. I, that was just a scenario route. that I was thinking of, but here, here's one more. Carson Wentz, I would stop being a fan. <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't even be the starter. He'd be our backup. I don't right. care. Here, sorry. Here's one more scenario, and this is completely medical because this, this isn't even the way it works. But <laughs> if the Jaguars and the Jets ended up with the same record, should there not be a game where the two worst teams play uh, each other for the number one pick? I'm going to say maybe not the like a The winner gets it or the loser? The winner gets well, it. Well, yeah, that, the winner would have to. But the players would never agree to this. Yeah. What are they playing for? If anything, it should be like a, no, yeah, that's what I'm saying. This would never happen. But that it should be like a skills competition. Whoever, like you know, you, like Sam Darnold versus Minshew, who can make the most, like you know, buckets, kind of a thing. I think the coaches are, should buy. What about a team versus team tug of war? <laughs> oh, okay. that's kind of fun. I'm down for that. I don't know if I like that at all. Um, okay. Well, they could do like the NBA and do the lottery to get rid of taking. It would be, I swear, we're going to get the first overall pick and then the NFL is going to implement some kind of like lottery system. Like, oh, we've been working on this for years, we swear. And just <laughs> because of the COVID, we decided yeah. to do AKA, uh, sorry, Jacksonville. Because we're all in agreement. We're going to get, if we get the first overall pick, we're going to go on the clock and then it's going to go to commercial, right? Like, I do you like that. We already, right. 
I really don't think they can. We're going to see, I mean, (laughs) shit. This, like, remember that South Park episode where Cartman wants to, like, sleep until the new video game system comes out? Part of me wants to just, like, 10 days from now, we got it. (laughs) I can feel really happy about something. If I had the will to, like, delete Twitter and Reddit and, like, not watch the game, I would love to, like, not know and then, you know, find out, like, that's how I found out about the Jets game. I didn't know they won until after the game, which, like, you know, normally the build-up's like, oh, shit, the Jets are winning. But, like, I, I just thought, like, you know, Jets normally start out with a lead and then just get destroyed. Yeah. Or, yeah. Or put the tank on. So uh, I found out from a, a text from Sean. So I was very excited because the Jets were supposed to win, like, three weeks ago against the Raiders, like, literally everyone online. Because, like, again, I didn't have the channel. I couldn't watch it. I was just, you know, online. And, like, everyone was like, holy shit, the Jets won, the Jets won. But then – the Raiders, you know, threw a Hail Mary with one second left and the Jets blitzed the house and they scored. So, like, I, like, truly wouldn't believe the Rams won until, like, it was, like, flashing on the TV for, like, you know, the pregame on Sunday Night Football. That was this past Sunday. So, Jets won, and we get the first overall pick currently. We lost. The Rams lost, which means their first round pick for us got better. The Vikings lost, which means our second round pick for them got better, like, this past Sunday was the best it's been for a Jags fan in a very long time. Well, yeah, here's an that that is a good thing. Bengals won. Yeah, and yeah. the Bengals won, so it secured us a top two pick. Yeah, we're secured that the the pick that we got for the yawn trade, unfortunately, is now no matter what a fifth round pick because the Pro Bowl roster yeah. just came out, which we can talk about <clears throat> James Robinson getting snubbed on that. But Yannick didn't get voted to the Pro Bowl, and the Vikings are now eliminated from the playoffs so they're not going to win the super bowl obviously <laughs> so that pick that could have been a third round is now a fifth round but hey whatever did the did the jaguars have any pro bowlers no no and not unfortunately even no we had no Dude, uh, fucking aldrick rosas <laughs> dude oh, that, that was, was the highlight of dude, the game he was, was when, pretty tight. Though, when he fumbled it in the end zone and then picked yes. it up and kicked it away that was he doesn't even punt I love that guy. That guy was he. I have nothing also, bad to say about him. He's a big dude. Oh, he's he the, he's gigantic, dude. He was, I've never big. gone and looked at a kicker and went, "That's a big dude." You know? Yeah, <laughs> never. He might be. He might be bigger than old uh, old Seabass for the Raiders. <laughs> oh well, was, I remember Janikowski. Yeah, he was the biggest, but that was just because he was like apparently a drunk or something. Yeah, but he was unfortunately. Neither of our punters made it to the Pro Bowl. None of our players made it to the Pro Bowl. Uh, and it's a little sad because of COVID. There's not even an actual Pro Bowl game this year. It's, it was basically just, you know, for the argument. So that means there's no alternative. Usually we get, like, you know, DJ Charkin as an alternative. So there's no chance of alternatives this year since there's no actual game. So, yeah, it's locked in that we have zero Pro Bowlers. Uh, I mean, I'm, you know, it's an easy conversation. We're all, I'm sure, in agreement that it was a huge snub for James Robinson and Miles Jack, but – well, Unique didn't make it, huh? Yeah, no nope. Unique. But uh, James Robinson, who is sec- – he's fourth overall in scrimmage yards, second overall in the AFC, and there's like, you know, three running backs from AFC and three from the NFC. So, Josh Jacobs made it over him. Yeah, I don't agree with that. Or Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb only played half the season. He still has better stats than James Robinson, I think. Like, more touchdowns well, and stuff. He also like, has like, better players than James Robinson. Yeah. yeah. It's the but whole team. I was hoping he would get voted, like, just, you know – it's the Jags, no one cares about us because it was just such a cool, like, story, undrafted, you know, free agent kind of a thing. Uh, I was hoping, but, you know, Chris Thompson, 
our, you know, like third down back, and he kind of was on high hour the whole year. He's been like all over Twitter, guys. He's been like standing up, like, you know, my boy got like disrespected. Like James Robinson should have been in. Like, I don't know. It's cool seeing another player stick up for his guy. I bet he makes oh, that, that top 100 list. I think uh, so. Yeah, I could see the other play, you know, the players. Yeah, the players, be like, yeah, maybe. If they play, anybody who plays James Robinson has to have a lot of respect. Yeah. Because yeah, true that. He, that would I mean, be – I think that's more – that's more of an honor for the player. But, like, looking back, like – Yeah, no one accounts for that. Yeah. yeah. Top yeah, 100 doesn't put money in his pockets. <laughs> no, it doesn't. And it doesn't help you for, like, your legacy. Yeah. But, yeah, the, the fact that Jacobs – Josh Jacobs got voted in and, like, two weeks ago, he, like, trolled everyone saying that he was going to sit for one of those games so people, like, benched him in fantasy, but he still played. Oh, really? I feel like that was a way of, like, people – yeah, yeah, you didn't hear about that? Nah. As much as you're online, Sean, you didn't hear about this? Yeah, I, I mean, about this? things fall through the cracks, man. I can't be everywhere. <laughs> so, a, a couple weeks ago, Josh Jacobs put on like Twitter or Instagram or something that he wasn't going to play like right before the game started. So all these people benched him in fantasy, but he played anyways. And then people were like writing him, like threatening him being like, you fucked up my team. And he's like, I don't give a fuck about your team. So he pretty much just did it like to fuck people over because they were like talking shit to him about uh, like playing fantasy football, like not getting points for him. So like, I don't know if there's like some way of like voting him in as like a way of trolling him back. I really don't even – I'm not 100% on what trolling is. So, like, I feel like it has something to do with that, though. I, I, that's, I think that would go under the trolling category. Players okay. always get a lot of shit about, you know, fantasy football, and they're just like, this is my career. So, I, you know, like, saying something than not doing it. Yeah, that would, I would put that under the category. Oh, that's definitely Speaking, trolling. Yeah. Is it? Okay, cool. Uh, that that doesn't endear your – or um, I don't know. I guess make – fans you know yeah people are gonna <laughs> hate him more now but get you paid it's probably a better idea to not troll a gigantic fan base right yeah exactly james but, robinson never did that speaking <laughs> of trolls uh like last week before well a couple days ago before we played the ravens we were downtown and this this man that clearly lives on the streets i will say uh mm. Came up to me, yeah, vagabond, vagrant, whatever you want to call him. I was wearing my Jag shirt and a Jag sweater. And he comes up to me and he, he's like, hey. And I'm like, what's up? Like, I think he's going to ask me for money. But he's like, who are the Jags playing today? And I was like, uh, they're playing the Ravens. And he was like, in Baltimore? And I was like, yeah. And he goes, oh, man, they got no chance. I'm like, even this guy knows. <laughs> like, we have no, he probably hasn't even looked at a television in three weeks. <laughs> he knows. He's like, what decade? Is, as long as he knows, like, the decade, he's like, yeah, the Jags probably are. Yeah. Right. I, mean, I thought that was great. Center, yeah. yeah, maybe he reads well, the, the papers or something. Just because he doesn't have a home. Fantastic. You, you don't know whether he has a phone. <laughs> You're right. You're right. You're right. He has they all do. Information. I used to work downtown. I would see a lot of, you know, kind of homeless people, but they like, they could look as homeless as can be, but they all still have like some nice looking smartphones. I don't know how it's possible, but they all are still on the way. I just finally upgraded. So maybe they're listening to the pod. Maybe he's listening right now. True. Hello, Mr. Vagabond. What's up, man? Vagabond. What did you upgrade to? Uh, I went iPhone 
12. Hey, iPhone 12, bro. Hey. iPhone 12. I had an 8. I figured four generations was a long enough wait. Oh, yeah. yeah. I went from 10 to a 12. Yeah. Mine was, kind of mine was was $4 a month. Wait four years or so. Hey, you know, it's all right. You got to wait for good things to come along sometimes. Well, I can thank you. You paid for part of it. With my, I did. My I, I paid my debts. <laughs> I'm a paid man. All is right in the world. All right. Thank you, Dave Caldwell. Uh, your loss yeah. is my gain. I appreciate you. Uh, this has been your iPhone Minute on God H. Checks. <laughs> Apple. Sponsored. Sponsored by. <laughs> yeah. Not Apple. I would uh, not say no to that, uh, that sponsorship. They would. All right, what do we got? Do we, have a, we have a game. I have a game. So, uh, well, it's not so much a game this this uh, week. It's, it's uh, kind of just more of like a general trivia, and it's uh, a holiday-themed. I'm doing a holiday-themed Jags trivia. We are, we're recording two days before Christmas or uh, four days after Hanukkah for our fellow Jewish brothers like Shimmer. Or so, one day after Festivus, I believe. Yes. Festivus, so if we do win this week and fuck up the Trevor Lawrence thing, I will air my grievances next week. Oh, so, we will have some airing of grievances. <laughs> yeah. So we are... I'm just yell into the microphone for a few minutes. Don't do that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we are in the thick of the holiday season. I finished the last of my presents wrapped under the tree. Uh, so yeah, so I got a couple of holiday themed questions that kind of all revolve around the Jaguars and uh, we'll see who can get the best record after all is said and done. I have five questions for you guys. You ready? I believe so. Ready. And uh, I don't know, maybe like, you know, write down the answer on your phone so like you're not stealing each other's by, you know, sub subconsciously kind of a thing. And we'll, you know, I'll call on you guys to answer. All right. So my first question uh, like I said, we're two days before Christmas as we record this pod. I went back and looked through because we play the Bears on Sunday. So this is kind of like our Christmas game. I went back to the first 25 years of our history and found the game that was closest to Christmas for that year. And oh. I tallied up the wins and losses for it. So you guys, it's a total of 25 games. So you got to break that down into wins and losses. What do you think our overall record is for our games played closest to Christmas Day? So it could be like 25 and 0, 0 and 25, or anything in between. Huh. How good do you think we are on Christmas around Christmas Day? Are the players motivated? Are they super distracted? Yeah, what well, like are we just bad in general? It doesn't push matter. For the playoffs. We, uh, I mean, we've been bad more than we've been good. So let's see. All right. I've got an answer. All right. Patrick, five seconds. Get an answer. Locked in. Okay. All right. Shimmer. Patrick's putting thought. I just went in a direction. <laughs> Shimmer, <laughs> what is your guess for our overall record for game? Uh, I did on my phone, but uh, six and 19 six wins 19 losses patrick your guess I, i'm gonna say 11 and 14 is that 25 yeah that's that's 25 okay and 
11 and 14. And Shimmer, you said what? 6 and 19? Yes. So I'm going to give the point to the person that got it the closest. And by one, the point goes to Patrick. Our overall record Ooh. is 9 oh. and 16. So Patrick was wow. two off. Shimmer was three off. Uh, my little favorite. I had the right numbers. I just. In the yeah, wrong you did. Order. You had some good numbers. Uh, my favorite stat about that is the first four games, 95, 96, 97, and 1998, were all victories. So we started our franchise really strong around Christmas, and then it really tailored off after that. But, uh, similar to our I, actual <laughs> franchise. Yeah, very much I so. I do know one of those was a victory that solidified the Colts, the number one overall pick where they took Andrew Luck. Was that the Luck one? Yeah, I think yeah, that was 2011. All right, so Patrick's ahead, one to zero. Shimmer, you got plenty of time to come back. Second right. question in holiday Jags trivia. What is the coldest game the Jags have ever played in? It could be home or away. The singular coldest game that we ever played. Give me the team, the temperature, and the year. You get a point for each one. The team, the, what, what direction was the wind blowing? Like, <laughs> how much more specific? All right. I'm giving you a chance to get some points here. I'm right, not going to write any points on this one. I'm going to write this down. Uh, <laughs> a team, so. a temperature, and the year. One point for each correct answer. You have 10 seconds to lock in your answers. Five, four, three, two, one. Patrick, take it away. What do we got? I can't see your phone. Mr. Patrick has said it was 2005 against the Patriots with 27 degrees. Shimmer, how about for you? Shimmer said 1996, eight? I can't eight. say that. 98, five degrees, also against the Patriots. A couple Patriots fans. Unfortunately, you gentlemen scored zero total points between the three of you. It was not the Packers either. It was Cincinnati back in 2000. It was 10 degrees. Wow. Apparently, people said the, the ground was just frozen solid, which sounds... Did we win? Uh, I, didn't, I think we lost. I didn't, I, I'm pretty sure call. we lost. Good, if you're going to bet one way or the other, it's probably the direction. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure it was, we lost 14 to 10, which sounds like a really good, like, super cold score, just people yeah. barely scoring. All right, gentlemen, Patrick in the lead, 1-0 still. The next one is a multiple choice question. In 2017, we made the playoffs, and Mr. Bortles was feeling himself after one of the press conferences. During the holiday season, he did his uh, post-game press conference wearing one of the following sweaters. A, Santa on a unicorn in space. B, Santa wearing shades showing off a bass that he caught or C Santa riding a T-Rex while waving. What holiday sweater did Bortles wear during a post-game conference? Santa unicorn space, Santa shades bass or Santa T-Rex waving? <laughs> uh, I want to say Santa T-Rex waving. Santa T-Rex waving. 
<laughs> we got two for Santa, T-Rex waving. Un too specific. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, gentlemen. What? It was Santa. I'm going to text you the picture. Let's see who gets it first. Did you Gentlemen. come up with the alternative options on your uh, own? I sat, for a, I, I sat for a hot minute trying to think, and then I felt like the other one was too obvious because, like, you know, it's hard to make up fake guesses. So I just looked up other Santa ugly sweaters mm. that do exist. Who got the picture oh, first? I got the picture. What's the correct answer, Patrick? Uh, this is a picture of Blake Bortles riding a unicorn in space. He also has a lightsaber, which I... Couldn't even yeah. mention that, but he saber. also has a lightsaber. That's yeah. a solid sweater, though. He's also <laughs> eating <laughs> a banana. Yeah. <laughs> so that makes it even better. And that's why you asked earlier, Patrick, I'll always take Bortles over Minshew. I think that's the right he likes answer. Bananas. He's the boat. Yeah. You know, Minshew tried it. a little too hard, I feel. Bortles just like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm wearing a Santa with a banana. No big deal. People will look up Blake Bortles for the rest of time because of that NBC show. Um, oh, yeah. Good place. He became a joke. And there are memes of his name because of that show. And that, so he will live on forever. You know? I'll always... If, if there was a singular player we could get on the pod, it would be Blake Bortles. He has no social media, so I have no way of knowing how to get in touch with this man, but I would love for him to come on the pod one day. I don't even know what I would ask him. <laughs> nothing football related. <laughs> I mean, eventually he's going to try to sell you like a used car or something, so you're <laughs> bound like, to run into him. Hey, hey, I man. would not be surprised if he's like doing local, uh, you know, like the one o'clock game random announcer in a year or two. Ooh, I don't do know. That. I, I don't know how well spoken Blake Bortles is. Maybe <laughs> he'd be he's, perfect he's for well. like how uh, like Fred Taylor does, like you know the after games when we has to talk about losing. I feel like he would be good at talking about the Jags losing after games really well. Yeah, is, Fred Taylor's uh, not the best at that. So <laughs> is Blake Bortles on Cameo? You can probably find him on there. Uh he's not. He stays off of all social media. I can't find him. Wow, he's but, great. Uh, it's probably part Which of the probation. Yeah, I, res <laughs> I respect I like about that. It. All right, so two questions left. Patrick's still in the lead, 1 0. Oh, yeah, cool. Performance from both of us. It's all right, guys. <laughs> more so, though. Um, next question. It's a two parter. You can get a, a, a point for two different things. First part of the question, and I'll give you within, like, within, you yeah, have within two years to tell me the correct year for this. The Jags used to have the uh, midfield Jag logo with a Santa hat. Apparently, we didn't get permission, and they had to stop doing that. We got reprimanded by the NFL. I loved it. I feel like it should be something they should bring back, like ask permission this time. I don't know all the, you know, specifics. But to the best of my knowledge that I could find online, when was the last year the Jags had the Jag middle logo with the Santa hat during, you know, Christmas time? So what year – was the last Jag Santa hat within two years. And then for a bonus point, there was one specific, this is a little bit more like up to debate, but it was just a fun thing I thought of. There was like one very, very special Jags game that happened with the Jag Santa hat logo. What was that like amazingly special Jags game? I don't understand that second question. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think I know what you're saying. Uh, so just, Shimmer, go first. Just a Jags game that will always live in infamy. Like it's just amazing, like classic Jags game. 
That's the bonus. Uh, Okay. All right, Shimmer, what year did we last use the hat? It's probably wrong. But first of all, what does the NFL have against Santa? Like, I, why hey, would you wear no. Why they put a Santa hat? Like, that, what, do they don't like Christmas? You're I defacing because, the logo of your, your NFL yeah. logo. So like, like, even though, like, profit, what, are they profiting on, on the, putting a tiny Santa hat on the logo? I think because the logo literally covered a sliver of the official Jags NFL logo, it's like it's covering their brand. People don't know what merchandise to buy now. But they sell like some they were NFL worried that team. someone would be offended or something. Yeah, as, I, yeah, yeah, which is stupid. As a you know, they'll sell you a Jag Santa hat for like fifty dollars on their website, but um, all right. So you kind of made me change my answer. Like, um, every team's like ugly sweater is on the website too. So. <laughs> Well, that's because they can profit off that. So <laughs> that's probably why. Uh, I went 2018. Uh, is that right? Whatever. 2017 is what I meant. 2017. Miles Jack wasn't down. Game. All right. So is your year and your special game the same answer? I thought it was. No, it can be two separate things. Oh. Well, you made it seem like it was the same thing. <laughs> that was the last time that it was on. Hey, I just made this up an hour. <laughs> Bear with me. So, so they are two different Yeah, things. it's a different thing. All right, I'm changing my answer to 2013 and, or, fuck it, whatever. 2017, I, Miles Jack wasn't down. I'm just going to stick with my original. <laughs> okay. I have no idea what's happening. <laughs> Patrick, your year yeah. and your special game. Oh. Well, now that I'm thinking about it, I don't know if the timing lines up right, but I'm going to say 1999, and the game was the 62-7 to uh, Dolphins playoff game. All right. So, for the year, my man Patrick gets his point. It was last used in oh. 2000, so you're off only by a year. And for the bonus point, Shimmer, unfortunately, your game didn't even take place in Jacksonville. Miles Jack was in Miles yeah. Jack was down was in uh, Foxborough, so there was definitely that. no Jags hat there. He still uh, wasn't uh, down, no matter where it was. Yeah, my answer for oh, the yeah. question. For some reason, whatever. The most memorable game that we had the Jags hat, the most like special game, was the 1996 uh, season finale, the Morton Anderson kick miss that got uh, us to our first playoff uh, ever. So, there's been some good luck. The, uh, the 2000 game, the last time we used it, was against the Cardinals, and we beat them 40-40 to 10. So, good things have happened when the Jags wear a Santa hat on the field. So, I feel like we need to find a way to bring this back. Noted. Yeah, so, we'll see. All right, so, uh, Patrick, um, my man is up to – I have a shot of winning. Well, we're going to say the uh, final question counts for three points because we <laughs> always like to – Interesting. All of these seem a bit Christmas related. Uh, well, Shimmer, <laughs> I'm happy that you say that because the final Whoa. holiday question is a Hanukkah question. Well, which I'm not going to get at this either. But former, which former Jacksonville Jaguars punter recently got done celebrating the final night of Hanukkah? AKA, oh which punter of ours in the history of the Jacksonville Jaguars is Jewish? I can only think of, I don't even know our current punter's name. <laughs> <laughs> and he's good. 
Why can I only think of one? Uh, Would you like some facts about said punter? Yes. Also, Patrick goes first this time. All right. <laughs> Let's see. This punter was drafted by us in 2007 in the fourth round. Well, it can't be Brian Anger because he was drafted in the third round instead of fucking Russell Wilson. So. And my uh, second clue in 2008, he was elected to the Rochester Jewish Sports Hall of Fame. Oh. <laughs> Obviously, that's a good oh, giveaway. Wow, of course. That's a, quite I don't know. He's a, he's a punter. I really don't have any good, uh, good facts about him. I can't even think of He it. also played for the Bears after us. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, he also kept a menorah in his locker all year long. I'm drawing a blank on all Bunter's names. <laughs> I only know Brian Anger's name. That's right. the only name I know, and that's my guess. I feel like he was really bad. Uh, I think he was decent. All right. It's like Sam, Sam something? <laughs> Sam something. All right, mm-hmm. I'm going to do a bonus quick flash round for the, for the game. I'm going to say his first name. Whoever says his last name faster wins the entire game. This is a speed round. Are we ready? His first name was Adam. <laughs> Damn, y'all are letting me down over here. I thought, come on. Adam the punter. Adam <laughs> Smith, Johnson, Matthews, uh, Bailey. Pittman. Uh, what? Uh, Pittman is the closest guess. It starts with a P. You guys are really letting uh, me down here. The pot is Hunter. just going all the Hunter. way down here. Pun- uh, yes, uh, <laughs> Adam Punter. No, all right. Adam Punter. I think you are born. out of guesses. His, his name was Adam Podlesh. Podlesh. Adam Podlesh. Come on, you guys remember oh. the Podlesh? Oh, man. Muzzle tub to Adam Podlesh. Yeah, muzzle tub. Adam Podlesh uh, is never coming on the pod now. Oh, He's like, man. Oh, the fuckers don't know who I am. We got to get Podlesh on the pod. Yeah. We know he's not busy this weekend. He's not celebrating Christmas. Not anymore. Another at least. green yeah. job, though, that punter. It's another <laughs> solid. I don't life. know. Maybe he's got a Jewish Athletes Hall of Fame banquet to go to or something. Very In true. Rochester. Hey, I, I mean, I never made the Jacksonville Jewish Hall of Fame. But it's not, <laughs> yeah. like, it's crawling not yet, at least. Not you had, uh, you, were, you had the potential, time. but then you, you tore your ACL or whatever that long time ago. And that was. I was 18. That, that retired you early. Easily dunked before then. Easily. How's your dunking <laughs> nowadays? Now I can't, uh, can't even touch the net. So. Oh, man. <laughs> well, it was a, uh, an abysmal win by Patrick. 2-0. to oh, takes oh, I still technically terrible. won? All right. Oh, yeah, you win. So thank you for participating. Wow. In the Shocking first a win. ever. <laughs> you know how hard it was trying to find Jags-related like Christmas questions? I bet. I, I did. Can I – it's a little off topic, but uh, I spent like four days trying to think of really good – a really good game to play based around a tweet. 
Uh, and I, I just, I, I promise guys, I tried really hard to come up with a good game this week based around it. And I couldn't find any other like good tweets that were relevant. Um, but just for the sake of, of just reading it out loud, I'm going to read you a tweet and it's by a, uh, a, a famous reality TV star amongst other things that he's known very well known for. And just, just off the top of your head, give me one guess who you think it is. Um, uh, the tweet goes as follows. It's just about a team in general. The Jets should have let them score to get the number one draft pick. Who will be really good? It'll just never change for them. What famous reality TV star, amongst other things, said the Jets should have just let them score to get the number one draft pick? Who's going to be really good? It'll just never change for them. Uh, is this person from New York? Uh, yeah, I think so. Donald Reality Trump. Reality star? It is Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> this tweet popped up, and the best part about it is, uh, and I spent, like I said, I tried to find like other like relevant, like famous people tweeting about the Jets, like good or bad, to try to have some kind of game around that, and I couldn't find anything. But the best part about this tweet it wasn't from this past game. It was from 2014 when the Jets like fucked themselves out of the first round pick again, and it screwed them out of getting uh, uh, Jameis Winston. So oh, wow. I just thought it was really funny that a couple times now I feel like the very they're, I feel like the Jets and the Jags are in the same basket of like almost being able to have something great and then screwing it up at the last minute. Nice. And of all people, even Donald Trump is aware of this. <laughs> he might not be good for much, but yeah. even he knows you need to tank sometimes. I kind of thought you said it was a reality TV star, amongst other things, from New York. But also, like, the tweet, it didn't really make a lot of sense. Yeah. So, like... <laughs> I figured if I just said president, that was, like, you know, a dead giveaway. Yeah. So. <laughs> I was trying to embellish it a little bit. This Biden. former president. Yeah. So I like that tweet so much. And the fact that it wasn't even relevant to this past game, but felt like it could have been like, I, I really tried to make something around it. I but couldn't I think like of anything there though. I yeah. There was it. something, but you know, it's a I busy week. It's Christmas week. So I wasn't, you know, yeah, you had the right know. train of thought. Well, but, if I, I can't lose the game if I come up with it. So I'll come up for next week. All right. You you're go. in charge next week. All right. So next right, week, fine. you're in charge. We're going to try not to talk any Trevor so we don't jinx it. No uh, Yeah, no promises. <laughs> we are, we're rooting hard for the Bears. We're rooting hard for the Browns. No, not the Browns. The Jets. The Jets. I don't even know. Tanking is we're confusing. S- it's hard to know who to root for in tanking. You know what? We're, no, I'm honestly, we're still rooting for the Jets. <laughs> okay, good. Still, we're you know, still rooting for the Part of me is just happy because we're finally the best at something. Which is losing. We're and we're never. We're the getting there. Anything. And that, and that, all we got to do is finish it out. You know. Everyone we're so close. Everyone listening, uh, in regards to us losing on purpose or what you think, go ahead and write us an email at godhatesjags at gmail Let us know what you think. Right, Sean? Uh, yeah. I I got a new work email, and it shares my Gmail. So, like, I can switch between my personal and my work one, but, like, I haven't figured out how to get back into the God Hates Jags email. So, 
you know, I'm trying my best. I'm not, I'm not the tech expert, but I'm trying, <laughs> I'm trying you to don't have a quick forgot password. And <laughs> well, it won't let me like, you know, I'm working on it guys. Well, but... give out your work email and they can write us there. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> so uh, Sean at God hates Jags. Uh, I, yeah. I do, this is my job. Now we have enough listeners that I can, uh, I was able to quit my job. No, that's definitely not true. I wish it was true. We're that's a much there. better life. That's oh, I would I would that for, uh, backup quarterback, maybe. <laughs> you want to be podcaster over backup quarterback? Depends. How much money do we make? I don't know. This is a discussion for another time. Yeah, well, well all right, guys. So uh, I'm going to – we're going to wrap this up. We got two weeks left. In 10 days, we're going to know if our franchise is potentially saved. Two games left. You guys have a great holidays. Everyone stay safe out there. It's going to be like 28 degrees on Christmas Day, so I'm very excited about that down in Jacksonville. Uh, I'm sure it's going to be like negative 10 in New York. Trevor doesn't want that. We don't want that. He's a Georgia boy. So we got just the perfect temperature to celebrate the holidays. And, uh, yeah, guys, I'll see you next week. All right. Happy holidays, everyone. Happy holidays. Go Jets. Go Bears. Go Jets. J E T S Jets 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 Jets, Jets. Jets. <laughs>